week's episode of The Tonight Show. I'm your host, Max Christopher, here again with Malia. And today we have brought on fellow newspaper Night Cry writer Oliver Hinson. Uh, Oliver is no stranger to the podcast. He came on uh, last year in the spring to discuss uh, some, I think we talked about March Madness college basketball, but today, yes. uh, yep. very different topic of discussion. We're going to be talking about the mask mandate. So, um, Oliver, thanks again for hopping on. And uh, if you, you wrote mm-hmm. a fantastic article in the Night Crier, which I will link in the description for this podcast, uh, would you like to maybe kind of recap what happened for those who don't know slash are unaware of the full story of what happened with Norwin? Right. So, uh, basically, there was a state uh, judge who ruled that... The Secretary of Health's uh, mask mandate was null and unenforceable due to some filing error. She she had she had filed the motion um, without an existing declaration of emergency from Governor Wolf. So so basically, the the judge uh, ruled that the order was unenforceable, and so then um, right after that, Governor Wolf uh, and his team appealed that. So. Technically, the mask mandate was never actually lifted, but there were some school districts that had uh, some misinterpretations of that, like our own. So what happened was uh, Norwin Norwin, uh, decided to lift the mask mandate because uh, they they believed that uh, it was no longer in effect when in reality it was. So it was definitely an awkward situation. Uh, And the move was really like I want to say controversial because Norn was kind of the only only district in our area to do that. I, I think there was only a couple in the entire state. And obviously, uh, you know, we, we were not allowed to do that. So that now it's going back into effect. Um, there were a lot of uh, different student opinions on it. Um, I, I mean, definitely I could see, you know, in, in the following days there were there were plenty of opinions shared, and there were definitely there was definitely an even mix of uh, students still wearing and, and not wearing masks. Um, but yeah, it was, it was really just um, a move on the school's part that I uh, a move in an awkward situation that unfortunately had to be had to be canceled. Right, and a move is an interesting way to phrase it, but it was certainly a move. Um, I'm curious to know, and I can't quite remember. I, I'm sure it was in the article at some point. I'm just totally blanking on it. But how were we able to skate by so long without having to put it back into effect? Well, that's what I was wondering, too, because um, when I contacted um, our pandemic coordinator, she uh, we, we, we were pretty much in, in a state of limbo legally. Uh, so the district solicitor was still trying to get uh, was still trying to get all the legal legal uh, facts of the case, and so we were really uh, kind of up in the air during during those couple of days. It, it was a very uh, tumultuous time. Um, so I think you know I talked it over with with my teacher, and and really like we we couldn't find out why they would have been able to to go with this policy for this long either. So I think it was just. I think we just made a move without um, 
without the proper qualifications, without uh, the proper uh, foresight. Now, Oliver, I have to ask, I know you mentioned in your when you first talked about, um, you know, how you saw kind of varying feedback on social media. Um, do you mean like by the students giving their opinion? And um, could you go into, I guess, a little more detail into those opinions? Uh, certainly. I mean, there was definitely a lot of people. I saw a lot of screenshots of uh, the email from Dr. Taylor on Snapchat, and there was a lot of opinions to be shared. Some were, some were very enthusiastic. I remember a quote I shared was, I, uh, this was a long time coming and should have been our choice from the beginning, but then there were a lot of students uh, who believed that this was a kind of a, a mistaken move given, you know, the current situation. Like, we're nowhere near the uh, the peak that we were last year, but still COVID cases are, you know, at, at a pretty high cliff. So there was a lot of students that felt like this was kind of a, a bad move on the district's part. And one thing I was glad that I, I thought there was going to be some more direct confrontation, especially in schools. You know, I've seen videos of, you know, people calling other people sheep uh and other such other such things but uh you know i'm glad i didn't see uh much of that in inside our actual school i think our students handled it um fairly well you know we we just went along with you know what we wanted to do and no one really faced uh repercussion none of the students really faced any you know repercussions from others so i'm glad about that and kind of kind of looking forward into the future now that the mask mandate is going to be definitely enforced, um, I guess, this upcoming Monday, because we were filming this on Sunday. Um, do you expect or predict that there will be any of this confrontation fighting this mask mandate now that we've, I guess, been, as a school district, been given this sort of like freedom of what life was like before masks? Uh, 100%. We gave uh, the students, and especially the parents, we gave them a taste of uh, of not only, you know, you can choose whether to wear a mask, but also the kind of a taste of, hey, you get to decide what the district does. Because I'm sure the parents felt like, you know, they were they were responsible for that. I mean, there were, there were some people that filed a lawsuit uh, a couple months earlier uh, for, for this exact thing. So I feel like we kind of gave the parents a taste of, hey, you, you uh, get to make the decisions here when, when in reality they don't. So I think, you know, going back to this, it's uh, going back to the mask mandate, people are going to be very, very upset. Um, and uh, I don't know what exactly will happen, but I, I know in January, um, Governor Wolf was already planning to, uh, you know, end the mandate and give individual districts their own their own say in their policies. And, and I think if we can just make it until then, we'll be fine. I think that's what people need to realize is that this is not a permanent thing. This is this is a uh, this is a temporary temporary policy given our current situation. And I think that's what people need to see it as. It's not. It's not an infringement. It's not an infringement on rights. It's not anything taking away liberty. It's a policy based on a health emergency. That's that's truly what it is. Yeah, and when you, since we're on the topic of uh, parents, and we had mentioned social media, there was uh, I don't think so, there was certainly no shortage of a parent outcry on uh, Facebook and whatnot. Um, and 
yeah, like we were saying, it, it was this momentary, um, I think, feeling of um, uh, on the part of many people that they somehow had a say in dictating what occurred in the school. And like we, I think we've discussed multiple times in class, what's this, this isn't a nor, well, let me rephrase, um, this specific decision to allow us to choose whether to wear masks or not in school was a decision on the part of Norwin that was a misinterpretation of what, uh, the court case was that occurred. But as a whole, Norwin doesn't get to dictate, um, really anything related to COVID because it's a state related issue. And so what I find to be sort of a fundamental issue is a lot of people, and this isn't really so much at our school as it has been. I've seen uh, in the news at various other schools, there have been walkouts uh, for still having to wear masks. And when it comes down to it, it's not on the part of Norwin, or it's not the de- a decision on the part of Norwin or Pentrafford or Hemfield or Connellsville, Latrobe, wherever. This is a PA state decision, and so it, it seems uh, illogical to start then going to these school board meetings and and telling Norwin, you know, what what's on your mind and what you think about the whole situation. Well, you mentioned logic there, and I think that's part of the problem. I think when people are so so passionate about a cause, they kind of lose their, their sense of, you know, basic logic. Because, I mean, if they could really see that, yeah, this is a decision on the state's part, then it doesn't make any logical sense to protest against the school districts. But, you know, people have been so fired up, uh, probably because of um, influences in politics and social media, that they they kind of lost all their sense of logic and, you know, felt that, you know, they just were doing everything to... To succeed in what they wanted to. They were trying to achieve their cause uh, and doing everything they felt they could to do that. Right. And and I think, I don't know, I feel like there was some people too that understood that um, being given this choice again was like a momentary decision. It was not going to last, especially considering PA had not said, hey, mask mandate is lifted if you so choose to still wear it you can by all means but um it, it wasn't a statewide thing and so I, I i think everyone for the most part saw it as an inevitability um who was paying attention that it would come back um and that norwin wouldn't be able to get along too long before having to wear them again um but i think some other people are were very disappointed by that email on friday um saying that hey we still have to wear these until at least January. I think it's is January 17th. Yep. Yeah. So um, I don't know what your thoughts on all that are. And Malia, if you'd like to chime in too, you're, you're more than welcome to. But yeah, I just wasn't sure what you guys thought about that. Um, I feel like Oliver kind of covered all of my all of my thoughts presently at the moment. But I just really don't know what else to say aside from Uh, We'll see how things play out this upcoming week and if we'll hear um, anything more on the situation of uh, how we now just suddenly, as a school district, changed our mind to enforcing that mandate back. I mean, yeah, we we really can't predict the future, especially like that's one of the biggest things that I've learned from COVID and from our, our parents is. Uh, everything that happens on a day-to-day basis is 
unpredictable. I uh, I can't count how many times I've I've said, "Oh my goodness, what just happened in the past year and a half?" There's so many so many things that continue to baffle me, and it's sometimes hard to be able to not predict what's going to happen. But truly, I have no idea. I have no idea what the parents are going to do next. I have no idea what the school board is going to do next. Uh, we're really in a state of limbo. I have no idea what's going to happen tomorrow or the next day. And hopefully, uh, like you had commented about the past few weeks, there hadn't been too many uh, or any really outbursts that I had seen or heard of um, between faculty or students about the mask. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that nothing happens now that we are transitioning back to wearing them uh, every day, um, that there are no students who uh, begin to you know, start anything with any teachers or faculty members because, I mean, once again, this isn't a decision on their part. And if it was, I'm not sure uh, screaming and hollering is going to do much to alleviate that for you. Um, oh, yes, absolutely. I mean, I think students and faculty have been doing some of the best job here. Like, they have been, uh, I don't think there's been very, very much confrontation at all. And I think, uh, I think it's mainly been uh, parents and outside members. You know, when we look inside our school, there's not much confrontation going on. We, we can all pretty much coexist with each other. But then we, you know, introduce opinions from, from the outside, and and that's really what's getting people angry. And it's disappointing, uh, too, because, I mean, aside from, you know, a few fights we've had the past few weeks, like, I mean, you look back even to the spring – and I mean, this is the stuff Sam and I were talking about and Nick uh, and Sam Taliff when we had them on um, was, you know, uh, the students had to be the ones who, if they had an agenda or, or something that they needed to vocalize because, hey, this is all concerning our health and safety at the end of the day, it, it should be on no one but ourselves to work on these issues, you know, the outside um, forces or, you know, whatever you want to call it, influences, um, shouldn't really have a factor and yet they do and it's maybe been the most disappointing part of 2021 from you know back in the winter and early spring till now is it, we've it's been the through line of people who want to get from the outside who have no say or pl uh not play but who have no agenda or um stake in what happens inside the school are for whatever reason pushing and pushing and pushing for what they believe to be right. Yeah, I'd certainly like to just add something something short. I attended just one of the school board meetings uh, about a few months ago at the beginning of the school year, and and that was whenever the um, mask mandate for all educational facilities um, was just reinforced, and so all yeah. attendees of this meeting had to wear a mask. And the fact that some of the community members couldn't wear a mask then. And I'm pretty sure that some of them, those community members don't even have children that attend the school district, but some of them did. And the fact that they couldn't wear a mask for 40 minutes when their children could the entire school day just didn't make sense to me. Mm -hmm. I mean, people are so passionate in their beliefs uh, that absolutely they'll be willing to do these things. I mean, I feel like parents, especially parents who do have, you know, 
children in these schools they believe oh i i know what's best for my child and usually usually i'll say that's true um children are obviously less uh less developed but at this point um they're in high school and you know we can formulate our, our own beliefs and i mean a lot of times when we have, when we have a parent uh just acting up i i, I mean i sometimes feel bad for those kids because maybe they're just a really nice kid, but their parents are, are kind of ruining everything uh, for them and, and for all of us. I think it's I, I think it's a very big problem. And I think, um, like Max, what you said, if the students have an agenda, they need to push it. And, and we tried to do that, definitely. We tried to do that with the instructional models last year. But I think, I think administrators need to listen to, to children more listen to their ideas we can come up with some pretty solid ideas and and ultimately it's our health it's our school day it's uh, it's our it's it's all affecting us right i feel like we should be we should be at the center of this and i don't think anything we're suggesting is that we have the answers or we know the absolute truth here but i think yeah, no one does no one does the, the, i think what we're saying is we need the help from you know our administrators and faculty and and representatives and uh, you know whoever to help kind of guide us in the right direction but at the end of the day we're the ones who have who are truly affected by whatever decisions made um so yeah. i think we're kind of getting to the end of our time here um Oliver or Malia, uh, did you guys have any kind of closing remarks to kind of wrap up this topic? No closing remarks from me. Um, I'm just glad we had this discussion. Uh, I just want people to remember uh, as they scream about their constitutional rights and their liberties uh, being violated. I just want people to remember that laws exist to protect us. And in the absence of those, we will have anarchy. And that is what happens if we, if we lift a mandate in a time of, of public health emergency. So if you would like your health to be protected, let Governor Wolf and let the government do their job. Might be controversial, but that's just my stance. And I think that's a good spot to end it off with. Um, so Oliver, thank you for coming on and talking. Um, Oliver, to those who are still listening, Oliver had probably one of the, our best written articles. Uh, it was a very dense, um, very thorough um, analysis and informative piece about uh, the mask mandate being lifted and uh, all that went into that. So I will link that in the description for the podcast. Um, but that is all for today. And once again, Oliver, thank you for coming on again. Um, You're welcome. Nope. Yep. Thank you. And, uh, so for those who are frequent listeners, uh, we're going to be taking a little break off for next week for Thanksgiving, but we will be back on the first Monday of December. Uh, so until then, uh, we'll see you in a few